0: all right welcome back to another episode of talk at the tavern uh tonight was a little short of a episode than we normally go um it was christmas eve when we sat down to record this so uh we had randy from random fracks and the red thread uh podcast on and ryan dean joined in as well uh we kept it kind of short just due to the holidays and wanting to spend some time with the family um I'll post uh, what, where you can find them. Uh, they, they plug their stuff uh, in the beginning of the, the episode. Uh, you can find me as usual on uh, Instagram at my third eye podcast. Uh, DM me. If you have any show ideas or want to chat, um, you know hit me up. Uh, you also can get a hold of me through my email, which is my third eye pod at gmail.com. Um, I'm also on telegram. I had to do a no, um, group instead of a channel because my dumbass uh, figured out that, uh, nobody was able to comment. So I changed it up and started a new one. So you can con- come on over. It's, uh, t.me forward slash my third You can also find me on Instagram at my third eye podcast. Uh, thank you for all the love and support that everybody's shown for, uh, for lines of destiny, which I will be releasing here shortly, uh, I'm waiting on some audio uh, stuff to come back. So uh, once that is, uh, I'll touch up everything else and we'll get it out so everybody can at least listen to it. Um, I'm also finally, finally on Apple. So go over, give me a rating, give me a five-star rating if, if you like it. If, if you know, if you don't, you know, I get it. You know, my show is not for everybody, so whatever, but you can find me, uh, talk at the tavern and my main show, uh, my third eye podcast, um, on every major, uh, podcast player. So having said that, let's jump into the, the tavern and, and see what kind of conversations we went down. All right. See you later. And welcome back to another episode of talk at the tavern tonight. Uh, I'm joined by Ryan Dean from dangerous world podcast and random Randy from, the Red Thread Podcast. So I'll let you guys introduce yourself. We'll start with Randy and uh then we'll go to Ryan because I think everybody knows where to find you. No. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead, Randy. Uh
1: what's up, guys? I'm Random Randy from Red Thread Podcast. You can find me at random fracks on Instagram or at Red Thread Podcast, currently only on Spotify
2: and Podbean. Good stuff, dude. Well, yeah, man. So I am Ryan from Dangerous World Podcast and uh, just, you know, having a good time at the tavern here mm-hmm. find me anywhere uh, podcasts are listened to. And then, of course, patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast and then Dangerous World Store if you want to pick up some merch. Um, but yeah, man, those are my only plugs, really.
0: And I can personally attest the T-shirts are
2: lit. Well I owe you one because there was actually ah. something that happened with yours, and it's very interesting you're the only one that said anything that their shirt's gone, something happened with it, but sometimes the threads get screwed up, but that's the thing is See, I, I was always looking
0: at it again the other day and where it blew out on on the on the side right here there there's no there's no like seam for it to so like I have no fucking clue it it was weird like I thought one of the I thought my coon hound got a hold of it and decided he wanted to chew it or something, which wouldn't surprise me. And my wife's like, no, I pulled it out of the washing machine and that's how it looked. I was like, what the
2: fuck? Yeah. Like, I mean, it no, happens... I'll buy
0: another one, dude. Cause I want to support your shit. So don't, don't worry about it.
2: Well, yeah, whatever. I mean, it, it, like I said, dude, I don't make the t-shirts themselves. I just do the printing on them. And for some reason, uh, I mean, I've been real lucky with all those things so yeah, far, dude, um, they're fucking, I love that cotton. It's so soft jersey cotton baby yeah it's nice but yeah no so i replace any any of them that get damaged
0: yeah i got some good looks when i walked around with government as the virus so it's a crowd pleaser (laughs) it is but uh so yeah i don't know what you guys want to talk about tonight i we were just shooting the shit about the new matrix and uh, uh i i was scrolling through social media last night i guess there's a new terminator
2: coming out as well so
0: oh great yeah the programming is <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: there yeah yeah kind exactly yeah i've been trying to look past the programming and, and find the little nuggets within everything because I, I feel like you know humanity is trying to put good vibes out we're just being blocked at every turn so you got to look real hard for the good little positive things though
2: well dude my thing with the matrix is it was so cool back in the 90s when um, CGI wasn't that great, right? I mean, like, the technology that was shown in the movie was really groundbreaking, and now that I mean, CGI has gone to another level, The Matrix had no, like, it had nothing for me, dude. I, I did not watch hardly any of it, you know, and there were some interesting little things going on in there. I mean, the metaverse is obviously a key component with that, but I couldn't even get through it, dude. Do you guys like it? I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I watched it. Watch it with um, wife.
1: I mean you know, for what entertainment is anymore, it's, it's just right there with everything else. Uh, but I, I feel like that there was probably some several, you know, co-opted messages in that movie first, right out of the gate, you see some like ice cream, pedophilia, fucking symbolism, and you see a, a neon light of, of the planet Saturn. And it's like, all oh, right. Then I was almost just tempted to turn it off in the first five minutes, but yeah, I stuck through it and Weird thing, though, in the dojo, this is what I was about to tell you, uh, Ghost, was in the dojo where, you know, Morpheus and uh, Neo are training again, right, for the rebirth of Jesus Christ or whatever the fuck's going on there. Um, You know, they're training again, and in the background, there's, it looks like, you know, those hexagonal basalt columns that, you know, they say we're maybe old remnants of the one of the old world trees or something out there that hexagonal basalt and they're like oh that's a natural rock formation you know that shit uh, when you look out the window behind neo you see this hexagonal rock formation out oh, in shit. the garden behind the dojo so that that was one thing i was like huh like that's and everything in a movie is put there on purpose you know it's something you, you come to understand if you've Uh, and I've been on a few movie sets, everything is meticulously plotted out for a reason. Um, Every neon sign, every spray paint, you know, piece of tagging, it's all there for a reason. So I just wonder about that, what the reason was for that. But aside from that, no, it was not not as memorable, I guess. Uh, But it does speak to how we'd all probably love (laughs) to. I mean, in a human sense, I'd love to just drop back into the Matrix and not know shit, but I wasn't happy you know, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, enlightened. I wasn't stimulated. I wasn't any kind of awake or aware. And that bothered me. So it wouldn't work out for me. There's a lot of people that are asleep and will, will continue to be asleep. I do think the matrix has that, uh, definitely right. There's tons of people that are just happy being sheeple. You oh yeah. Know?
0: Well, I posted that dude walking down, trying to cross the street with a, no one around him walking outside with a mask on, uh, you know, a, a free thinker. It's like, How can you live your life in in that much fear and, and just a state of, okay, I'll do what you tell me because that's what the TV, holy, like I would put a gun to my head. Honestly, I would, I, I I just don't see how people can live like that.
1: Oh, and that's what what happens to a lot of people. They put a chemical gun to their head and take these pills, these pharmaceuticals every, every morning they have to repeat this, this, uh, you know, this, uh, habit, this, this ritual you know, of giving up their power. You know what I mean? That's what I see it as. A lot of these are probably placebos anyway, or they're just meant to dumb you down a little, you know what I mean? They're not meant to solve your problems, but these people take these pills on a massive scale and don't care about the anal leakage or bleeding or, you know, any of these seizures and other crazy side effects. They're just all far too ready to give up their power. And I think a lot of it is the ritual, you know, you are giving up your power on a daily basis when you take those medications because. I mean, I've been able to step away from a lot of the shit they told me was going to help me and never did. And uh, yeah, it seems to all be in my head, obviously. I mean, we all of our existences and everything are all in our head. But yeah, so it's like, and that ties into the whole matrix and the pills and all this other stuff. You know, you have to, everybody's got free will, you know? So I guess there'll be kind of a half of society that just could care less and live an oblivious life. But maybe the ebb and flow of who, what souls are on the, you know, the plane at the moment
0: kind of dictates the way the society goes. I don't know. It's crazy. Gotcha. Yeah, it is a little nuts. You know what I mean? Um, I got to do a quick plug for Davey Wavy um, from the red pill cartel. He will not be able to join us due to some uh, issues that he's having on his end, but he, he had, um, if Go check out his latest episode because he had a guy on that, um, his name is Ken, and his five-year-old daughter is going through massive uh, surgeries with uh, an aggressive brain tumor. And he, he wanted me to, to give a shout out for um, the GoFundMe, which is HTTPS uh, forward slash forward slash GoFundMe forward slash e... Small e five, small d eight, and of course, it wanted to okay eight two f f c f. And if you go to that, drop a dollar at least 50 cents, some, something to help the family out. Um, they are located here in the United States. Uh, when he first told me about it the other night, I, I thought it was a, a Canadian friend, and I was like, Man, I you know. I thought you guys had free healthcare up there. You know, you know, everybody wants to talk about, Oh, let's go to the Canada standard, but he's like, no, they're down in the States. So, you know, they're racked up with thousands and thousands of dollars in medical bills, trying to help his five-year-old daughter, um, hopefully save her life. And, and they can get rid of the, the, the brain tumor and, you know, she can live a prosperous life. So, you know, just go check it out. Don't 50 cents dollar, whatever, whatever your heart feels. And, uh, be much much appreciated.
2: I actually am posting that right now on my Instagram and I will donate for sure, man. Yeah. Definitely. That's uh that's rough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got a chance to listen to the episode. Him and I were talking a little bit today. And he said it was a very uh emotional show. Uh both of both of them were were literally actually sobbing a little bit during during it. So I can't tomorrow I plan on on actually listening to it. So and when this is released, this, I would have already have listened to it. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, especially, I don't know whether, whether you believe in Christmas or whatever, you know, this time of year, whatever your beliefs are and, you know, to just help a family out. It It's the moral thing to do as as a human to human, you know? Yeah, Yeah, man. I, like I said, I'm just
2: posting that right now. And, uh, dude, that's rough, man. It's a, it's a rough time of year, man. You know, and and you said she's five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's dude. I have a daughter. I mean, granted she's 18, but she was a preemie. She was three pounds, 12 ounces when she was born and, you know, had to be in the NICU and, you know, I was scared and, you know, so I could understand if, if, my daughter at that age would have had to go through something like that i would have been devastated like just heartbroken because i know the the relationship i have and and, and the bond i have with my daughter is unbreakable you know what i mean
2: is it the the picture i'm seeing here they haven't raised any money yet is that true that could be true because I, I didn't click on the link. I just clicked on the one that Davey sent me. He sent me this a couple days ago. I just don't yeah, get to my yeah. DMs very quickly. He, yeah, uh, man.
0: Yeah, I think he just started it like a day or two ago. So, I mean, it's, it's fresh. And okay. hopefully, you know, like you, you have a bigger platform. You can get it out there. So you know, post it on your Instagram, like you said. And maybe some of our fans can, can help out and spread the love and, you know, help this family out.
1: Yeah, no doubt. That's that's what it's about, man. It's just giving each other a little help through all of this. Yeah, you know? uh, <clears throat> a lot of us are fortunate. I know I am. My my son's never been sick a day in his life. He's, you know, gonna be eleven. I mean, that's super awesome. <clears throat> and uh, but I have had you know like uh, past uh, girlfriends or whatever uh, that have had kids that had to go like Ronald McDonald House that sort of thing. So. You know, it's always a, a nice thing when you see those people, whether whether these uh, corporations and these other places take away from all of these donations or not is not the point. Just The fact that people are willing to put something up there, you know, is, is just awesome. It speaks to the nature of people, you know, more toward the the positivity than the negative, at least not coming from a black pill point of view like I once was, you know, thinking right. there was just no hope in humanity and And where's this asteroid already, you know, like so so we could just get on with it and, you know, let something that won't go and murder each other, live on this plane, you know. But yeah, that's that's rough, dude.
2: Well, shit, I guess. Merry Christmas, man. We need to get into something that's a little lighter. No, it's (laughs) very real, though, dude. You know, like everything's not all puppies and unicorns, you know, so I'm glad and I'm glad that you reminded me of that because I saw people posting it around and I didn't make the connection that this was someone that we definitely know not that it makes much of a difference if it's a young child i mean that's horrible obviously either way but yeah no i'm gonna and then i'm about to record my own show and i'm gonna make sure i i talk about that too um so yeah man it's uh it's very interesting times man you know what i mean there's all kinds of chaos going on and i wonder what kind of medical things are gonna have to jump through in order to get uh this little girl taken care of but you know we'll uh We'll we'll figure that out, I guess, when when the time comes. But yeah, man, I'm I'm not much of a prayer, dude. But I'm gonna be praying for for that little girl that I that I don't know, you know. Cause I that's, you. I'm them. the same. But uh, <clears throat> what else is going on out there? What else are you guys looking into? Uh, oh, I, this week's been just kind of weird. Um, with it
0: being like I don't know, kind of fast and approaching on Christmas, I haven't really had time to, you know, poke around too much on the internet, other than, you know, at night or whatever. Just seeing different—I don't know—nothing really spectacular. I mean, you do have. Uh, was it over in Austria where the firefighters and everything were were uniting with the with the people to protest against the uh, the passports for the the jabby jab and what have you? And they were actually leading. Yeah, you're seeing
1: some pushback. You're actually seeing some pushback, and the fact that they're even giving it any airtime or putting it out there. I mean, I if I were in the these crazy people's position, you know in control i wouldn't put <clears throat> i wouldn't put that information out there unless there was some kind of karmic benefit right. for showing us that people are rising against it
0: you well, know the funny thing I mean? is um the only place i saw it unfortunately was tiktok
1: yeah 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 there's a
0: lot of that uh, it's uh,
1: <laughs> but you I, know, my son's telling me more news than i'm finding on you know any other avenue through his tiktok hey dad mm-hmm. check this out like wait a minute two minutes of of information has you know can have a lot of power yeah it, it really can it makes you wonder where a lot of this stuff or why a lot of the stuff's coming out same thing with the tartaria stuff i was just talking to uh golden gate star for command uh, a little bit earlier and uh why is all this information just flowing out all of a sudden you know how hard it is to look for information and dig through archives and find a lot of these pictures and articles and newspapers and all this stuff people are finding oh, um But then, you know, there have been a few times where I go into these archives, and the first thing I look at that speaks to me, I click it, and it's relevant to what I'm looking for. And so I'm going, okay, how much of this is being handed off? Here, be distracted with this, because this is going on over here. You know, focus on this Tartarian culture when realistically, uh, you know, maybe Tartaria was the first oppressor. (laughs) You know what I mean? That ended up becoming communist China you know, that ended up becoming communist China. They flipped the wall around and, and that was their first cordoned off experiment. The same as this whole, you know, circular area that we're all trapped in, you know, on this plane of earth or whatever is, is our wall, our trap. And then there's a bigger one, but bigger than that, maybe. Mm. So I kind of jumps back into fractal nature of things. We got into a little bit of that today. And (laughs) a lot of the crazy, a lot of the outlandish man, um, you know, like I was talking to you a little bit earlier, I took part in one of those CE five, you know, call the, uh, call the lights in the sky down to you kind of experiments. And by the way, you're the <laughs> first person my I've mind. ever
0: heard that it actually worked. You know what I mean? Like I've heard it oh, on dude, other podcasts, took, people it, talking about it. And then this all of a sudden was, you're like, I did yeah,
1: it. Yeah. It, yeah. It was wild. But this is after I learned to meditate after I learned, you know, to open my chakra and all of these other things had to come first. Um, you know, which makes it sound even crazier, but I understand that's the whole scheme that's put up is to silence my voice. You know what I mean? To silence the, my credibility, basically. That's the biggest thing that is like put out there to shut people like me down, shut them up, just, you know, dislodge from any kind of status or any kind of voice. Is like, oh, that's just woo-woo or segregate me over here to this other circle. You know what I mean? Where I'm like just in with the new age people. Who, who everyone knows are crazy, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, um, you know, it's good that there's a, a world out here that I, I feel like I can at least open some of this stuff up to people, you know. Um, that CE5 thing blew my mind though. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that there was somebody with me, you know, when it happened, when when you extend your, your heart to the universe and put out all these good vibes and, and then like every time you tell somebody, okay, just look right here this direction i mean i could pick a direction and point look right here for a second and boom i would see lights up there and it was absolutely mind-blowing dude so either they have like we were talking about earlier either they have a control control structure built into the firmament and it's all a big illusion right one (laughs) or two they got satellites up there reading your mind and turning lights on in different places so other people could see it too not just you Or three, they're beaming thoughts into both of your heads or, you know what I mean? So there's all these things we've been pitched about what this could really be. Um, Maybe they're all a little bit of truth, but I don't think aliens is it. You know, I got to say, I I don't see how aliens would react to that sort of stimuli if they were like a flesh and blood. You know what I mean? Like gravity is relevant kind of ship. (laughs) So,
2: you know, it's interesting. Yeah, so. It's interesting you bring that kind of stuff up, man, because, you know, I've been talking with a few friends that have different worldviews than I do and different uh, religious standpoints. I say it all the time. I'm agnostic. I don't know what the hell's going on. And I never pretend to act like I know what's going on, but um, I'm getting very skeptical of the chakra talk and the crystal talk. And I don't know
1: about crystals. Uh, I use chakra just because it's a term. I mean, I use it kind of as a term just, you know, saying how to how to channel myself. Um, oh, sure. And I'm, there's I'm no not way knocking to, it. There's no I'm way not- to really make sense. No, but I completely understand what you mean, though. Like these certain sects or certain groups or certain factions, you know, I think they're all created to have us arguing against each other, you know, and the language difference, too. Like all these different languages, right? Nothing is it's all lost in translation. All of it. Anything and meaning. You yeah. Know what well, I mean,
2: and- that's interesting that the you know the the law the separate languages they're trying to work on getting a universal language that's through symbols and shapes, something that is brand new to everyone. And we might not adopt it, but our grandchildren might, right? And I don't have any kids, but you know, so to speak, the next generations may adopt this new language that's universal, and that you know goes against the Bible. And again, I'm agnostic, I don't follow this this, you know, Christian religion or any of this stuff to a T, but I do find it interesting that you see so many things that go against the Bible and you see the power structures really breaking it down to where these people are being attacked, the ones that, that full heartedly believe in uh, Christianity. So the, the yeah. one thing that I'm looking into right now is the Pilgrim Society, not the not the pilgrims that came over and like, you know, discovered the United States, even though they didn't discover it. But, you know, the, these this group of, of it's a secret society called the Pilgrims Society, and it started in England in 1902. And then quickly, they brought it over to the United States in 1903. And it's fascinating because they are set out there to make division. Like, you know, this is who the Freemasons want to be when they grow up, is the Pilgrim Society. Dude, and dude, no one
1: 1902, a trip to the moon. I just watched it. 1902 film where they shoot the cannon to the moon. In the very yeah. beginning, they're dressed as wizards. And these are the people you're talking about. They have to be. These are the same people
2: that are pushing the media buttons, man. Possibly. But that's well, that's the thing. They're based out of New York and out of London. Very, you know, and, and but if you look at the people that are a part of this society, that I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the Pilgrim Society, but I'm pretty like interested in secret societies and never heard of these people. I never and heard they're of extreme them. Yeah, they're extremely fucking powerful, man. You've got alan dallas you've got just about every media yeah. figure that's ever existed these
1: are all the wizards man these are the wizards of our time these are the sorcerers you know in a matter of speaking that's what spelling is about and all this stuff you know that seems to have no bearing on each other The the links that all this stuff has together it's it's all coming from these this masterful deception that we've Absolutely. all
2: been you know
1: paid into well, and <laughs> are a part of you
2: know Definitely. And I bring that up. I brought the pilgrims up when you're talking about the chakras and the meditation, which I'm all for meditation. I think that meditation can be, oh, a very I see, thing. I
1: see a lot of, I see a lot of that, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. What you're talking about, like the, them uh, co-opting it, they're, they're co-opting uh, and the way uh, that certain... they're
2: getting to it too. Like, like leaving yourself open. If you leave yourself open from a Christian perspective, and this is just the way that I'm talking about things lately because that's what I'm learning about a lot lately. I'm talking with a lot of yeah. like very esoteric Christians where they, they don't look at the Bible and like just thump the Bible. They, they come out of the Bible from a very interesting perspective. And they say, if you leave yourself open, you're leaving yourself open for entities to enter it too. They're not always going to be good entities. Oh so that's yeah. One yeah. Thing you that have, you have to,
1: you have to shut. All right. When you're done uh, exploring the astral realm, you have to come back. You have to. Yeah reclose those doors. But they're not going to tell you this stuff. They're not going to tell you how to defend yourself in the astral world, how to be spiritually whole and go forward only with love. They're not going to tell you. They're just going to tell you, listen to my voice, meditate on my voice, go through this guided meditation, you know, follow this procedure to open your chakras without doing the spiritual work where you know what I mean, the pondering, the the coming to get your know yourself, the Able, the ability to direct your, your passion and your, your pure intention or evil intention, whatever, you know, light or dark, pure intention. Um, well, it's just like everything, all these things.
2: It's just like everything else here in the US where people want to get to this stuff quickly, right? So they want to have someone like yeah. Joe Rogan, or or I hate to say it, but maybe even like a Sam Tripley just tell people, Hey, you can do this and you can learn this way. And and this is this yeah. has gotten me so here's an app, far in yeah, life. here's an app for that. An app? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. Well, and yeah. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Maps. If either one of you guys have heard of Maps, it's a very interesting organization that is trying to research psychedelics uh, and how they interact with the brain. And they have a merch line and and they were started all that, by, all that microdosing, all uh, that not, not even necessarily microdosing. I mean, like they're trying to really promote uh drug use and and Hmm. not not just like heroin and cocaine and things like this but psychedelics dmt which joe rogan's a big proponent of (laughs) and yeah um they were started by the pilgrim society the major major pilgrim society funding and that's what makes me kind of give pause to all this stuff it's like I, i i used to think for for sure psychedelics could have some sort of great uh effect on the human mind and maybe society as a whole but why if it was purely good Would this society that seems so damn evil be a major major funder of it yeah Yeah, how did did you come across this society what's that how did you come across this pilgrim society well i'm looking into some people right now and um because i'm trying to kind of the stuff that we're talking about i want to expose uh some of the fakes for the fakes Mm -hmm. and things like that uh because there's a lot of them man there is a lot in this community even even like at Levels under me, and I'm nowhere. I'm not high up in this whole thing. But like in the podcast world, there's a lot of people that started podcasts just to give out bullshit information. And so one of the first things that I came across when when, it, when you're talking about like MK Ultra and things like that, um, if you dig into it, which I am a big researcher of MK Ultra, I think it's fascinating how they get into this stuff. Mm. And uh, people that think that they stop doing that are just foolish. You know what I mean? It's simply <laughs> not true. <laughs> yeah. You never let go of a good thing like that. And um, so, yeah, I just came across them by by just digging into MK Ultra and then looking at secret societies constantly. And, yeah, maps, the logo, even the logo, a lot of people wouldn't catch it, but it's an as above, so below logo. You've got a hand underneath and then a mirror image of a hand up on top. So, I mean, you get so many occult references in these things. And uh, yeah, man, when, when you get a lot of uh, when something seems like there's a lot of people behind it pushing you in a certain direction, you have to question that whether oh, even if it sounds great to you, even if it sounds like something oh, yeah, aligns absolutely with every belief. But yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. I would no, I would no, be I, curious to see 100%. what uh NY Patriot uh might know on that you know? about the pilgrims, yeah. Well, so him and I were talking about it a little bit. Um, I talk with him pretty often, and he hadn't heard of the Pilgrim Society. Um he, But he, you know, I'm, I'm kind of explaining things down. We're, we're taking words and we're kind of breaking them down and looking at them. And uh, I was I was explaining some things. For example, uh, he's really looking into like hive mind things, right? Hives mm-hmm. like, you know, the hexagon. And we see that over and over again. And the people that lead the Pilgrim Society are white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. This is what they call themselves or literally what they call themselves for short is wasps. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Like so you get what? You might be too young (laughs) for that, but the the band wasp. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you can get this with bees. You can get this with any kind of hive. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of of little critters that that create hives. Um, But yeah, they they call themselves white Anglo-Saxon Protestants and wasp for short. They call themselves wasps. Hmm. They are trying to create a hive mind and 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 from not just one mind but two two hive minds so that you can sow division and you can make people fight and go at it and weaken the country from within damn
0: that's interesting shit and that's what all this uh all this
1: bluetooth tech freaking jab stuff's about then that that linkage that that hive mind it's mm-hmm. uh it's it's wild dude yeah because Colorado
2: uh, I never knew I was going to be alive uh, during
0: this crazy time uh, bees and <laughs> what they symbolize. And yes, what have you
2: Which the color is- scheme and all the things. And yep. by the way, I'm not, you know, just because I mentioned Joe Rogan. And like I said, I mentioned Sam Tripoli, even though like getting on his show helped me out a lot. I'm not oh. saying that these guys are bad guys. I'm just looking into them. You know what I mean? Right. Dude, I think
0: I- Thomas Jefferson I- said it best. You-, you question everything, even the very existence of God. You have to question everything.
2: I think that if Otherwise, not, you, you'll never grow. You never learn. Yeah, yeah. And you, you never face the risk learn. of, you face the risk of becoming dogmatic too. And you just blindly follow. And that's how the Nazis were started, man. So, and the third Reich and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. we just want to stay away from that. And if I can uh, be a small piece that can just expose the, the reality for what it is, I think that, uh, cause that's the meaning of a shill, right? And, and if you're, if you're calling someone a shill, you're not saying that they're, that they're loyal to Israel. Like a lot of people think a, a shill is someone that is portraying themselves as something that they're not correct. So, I mean, yeah. that's, we used to call them a lot of posers what?
0: back in the day.
2: Bowsers. Po- yeah. Posers. Yeah. You're Poser. posing. Oh, as okay. It's like Bowsers, dude. That's no, a good one. yeah, no. Posers. Uh, uh, back to lizard people
1: again. Bowsers. See, they got yeah. all that's there too. Yeah, yeah they love being the bad guys, but they, you know, they want to try to influence us to be the bad people also even though I feel like we're just not. It's there's a definite difference in uh in a in a part of humanity, you know. Yeah, yeah, hey, do it for us cuz we're yeah. going to hang out at the Hamptons. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to golf on top of decimated ruins and go to the Hamptons. Those are the wasps, the wasps are the ones that have the
2: most, uh, you know, exclusive clubs in the Hamptons. And, you know, even though there's a lot of and and that's one thing, too, that I find very interesting is the the Jews get pointed at a lot Mm -hmm. and the Jews aren't really allowed in this wasp society as highly as we would think. The Rothschilds didn't even have a major part in this in this uh, pilgrim society. They had a part. What but about like the, the Jesuits, Ca- the Catholics, no, none no, of these people, no, the none Jesuits. of these people. Ha- yeah, dude. So that's the thing. Is like everyone knows about the Jesuits. Everyone knows about these these groups. And then when I say everyone, I'm talking about everyone in our community. Right. No one points the fingers at the fucking Protestants, dude. You know what I mean? It's very interesting. So that's why it's like, you know, you know, that thing that everyone says where it's like, you know, the people that are really at the top of the power structure, no one talks about. So, you know, this is this is what I believe the wasps are and just the symbolism in that name alone. And like you could have called yourself so many other things you didn't you could have left out white. You could have left out Anglo-Saxon. You could have left out Protestant. But all those words in that order, you could have called yourself white, Protestant, Anglo-Saxons. But they call themselves uh, for a fucking reason, dude. All
0: right. The high. (laughs) Unreal. Yeah. And this is why I love listening to your, your podcast, because. You, you, you have a unique ability to dig into shit that I get on the computer and next thing I know, I'm like, I'm circling around a rabbit hole that I've already been down and then I get bored and then
2: you just, I don't know, you, you have
0: talent and I, I, I love that about your show.
2: Thank you, dude. Yeah. My, I I was such an idiot in high school. And when I speak to people, they think I'm very dumb. Uh, So it's nice to get a compliment about my (laughs) research abilities. Hey, I'm the same way, but (laughs) yeah,
0: I I mean, I was even looking, I have two books over here. Um, uh, coverups by John E. Lewis. It's the hundred most disturbing conspiracies of all time. And conspiracies and secret societies. Uh, the second edition by Brad Strieger and, uh, Cherry Strieger, which didn't even mention them, which surprised me because I, I mean, they're decently thick books and I was like, oh, maybe there's got to be something in there. No, nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to, oh, it's weird. I, I'm looking at this book right now and I'll, I'll probably have to have a whole like episode dedicated to it. It's called uh, Contributions to Knowledge from the Smithsonian Institution or by the Smithsonian Institution. And uh, just the language in the first couple of pages is telling you that their purpose for this knowledge, right? You know, this quote-unquote knowledge or history uh, is to simply put out information, period. That's all it says, just to basically put out a ton of information, disseminate that information amongst people, and continually produce on a yearly basis more information to disseminate out into the public it says uh, finding uh, items such as obituaries and correspondence which if you look at most history books they're based on obituaries and correspondence you know personal letters between people like the Abraham Lincoln letters and all this other stuff that's that's what history is based on that's what these books are written around you know and all this was commissioned by the Smithsonian Institution in I think 1849 so that's right before this whole last transition of of knowledge and power stuff happened right um so yeah the smithsonian institution is is just the fucking biggest piece of shit as far as an organization but yeah it's probably you know these are probably the, the co-founders uh you know chairs of these these positions are probably you know the the fathers of the people that are you know sitting in the smithsonian <laughs> the people you don't hear about behind the scenes behind these institutions you know what i mean that definitely screams yeah a hive mentality or a collective thought process to say, Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to create all of this information out of nothing. You know, we're going to cast spells because it's spelling. We're going to write all this shit down. We're going to make sure people have access to it by building museums, you know, by, um, by creating books, by creating universities. And this is, you know, just about the same time, all these, uh, you know, universities in, in just about every state got started up and all these asylums also. So anybody dude. who didn't go with the program it w- it ended up in one of these asylums. You either ended up in a university yeah. or in an asylum back then. That was homeless. It. And it, that's it. Yeah, and so, you know, you'd be dead basically because there weren't bread lines except for in really dire times of crisis, so they say, right? Like
2: 1930 or whatever. That the, Yeah, then depression. there was a bread line, right? mm-hmm. Well, dude, yeah, check this then out. Then there was
1: a bread line, right?
2: check this out too you know you, you said a lot of good things there like uh the the whole idea of the uh, uh pilgrim society the reason it was created was because you know england has always been bitter about losing the united states uh in the revolution right so 200 years almost 200 years later they start this whole thing in 1902 and it's the the you can go to their website you can go to pilgrimsociety.org i think it is and you can look at their logo you can look at all their weird stuff and the, the, the mission statement of this organization is to make it so that the UK or, the, or Great Britain and the United States, along with other English speaking countries, uh, have one agenda, have one goal together. Right. So they want the United States and all these other Western countries to follow the queen. That's what it's been about since the beginning. And how are beehives ran? They're ran by a queen bee, dude. There's someone there is a leader bee that is called the queen that runs this whole thing. So they're yeah. treating us literally like a beehive and trying to create the hive mind. So, yeah, it's, it's mind blowing stuff, dude. And meanwhile, everybody in America is always, oh, what's the royal family up to? Oh, let's
0: watch the royal wedding or let's watch Prince Harry do yeah, this or no, that. That's you, you know what I mean? And everybody's sure. like,
2: well, what, who fucking cares? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when Princess Diana mind, died. That's crazy when princess diana died that was a very interesting thing and the united states was taken back by that like it was it was like one of our elites that that passed away and you know it's it's tragic anytime someone like that dies it seems like she was actually a decent person Mm -hmm. i've heard things to the contrary too um but you know it's uh it's it's kind of weird you know as a kid even when i would see this queen on tv i would ask my mom and dad like what the hell who is this the fuck's the queen yeah this? <laughs> what's this lady's deal and they were like well she's the queen i'm like well is she the queen of the world like as a young kid just kind of like when you're a kid your your thoughts are pure and they're unfiltered right right there like, should only be one queen right <laughs> well there queen, is only there one should queen. only be one <laughs> there there is only one no, which is interesting in america obviously we have you know i think that they have them in uh I want to say Japan, they have one and maybe like other there's a few other countries that have Queens, but like no one knows the name of, of those Queens. And I w- I remember just asking my parents one time I was probably five or six years old. And my dad was like, well, she's just a figurehead. They have a prime minister and things like that. And I'm like, OK, you know, and my dad's kind of conspiratorial minded, you know, and and uh, but but the, the programming is real, man. You know, the, it's very, very real. Oh, for sure. Well, look at the patents,
1: the patents for televisions going back are, are patented as mind control devices. Flat out says it in the U S patent. Yeah, I'll have to send you guys the link that has the patent number on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, this stuff is, is told to us. They just bury it underneath a bunch of other stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's, so that makes it, it makes it kind of difficult to get to the bottom of things when you got to dig and dig and dig, but, and you know, that's what makes their, their hive mind so successful is they help each other out. You know what I mean? To a collective goal of evil, you know, don't get me wrong, but they help each other out. They help each other to achieve this generation after generation, you know, and we can't hardly fucking get, get along with our kids or our, or our parents. You know what I mean? Like we've got this social stigma on what it is to be a successful parent on, to be a successful school kid, all these little things we got to fit into, or we feel badly or we're supposed to, right? Um, we're supposed to feel badly about ourselves. So we take these pills and get stuck in this. Everything's a ladder, you know, you hear about this type of stuff when you listen to like David Icke and stuff, he, he breaks it down pretty well from a relatively, uh, you know, Gnostic point of view, I guess, like Gnostic in the sense that you're looking at like the Demiurge and powers that are in trying to rest for control and all that stuff. Um, which is fine. It's, it's all just, you know, my opinion, one person's, uh, story, versus another in this world instead of how does my story fit with your story you know what what does your story have that my story is missing let's you know collectively do that so they've got something when it comes to that that wasp you know hive mentality that's that's extremely valid when it comes to power for sure you know um, then we can't even realize our own power (laughs) oh yeah got us in a pretty tight spot you know
2: for sure dude and I'm hoping that um it'll it'll trigger more podcasts in this realm to talk about the wasps because they are a fascinating culture in their own um just the the legacy money that they've created it's fascinating I mean like the anytime you watch like a movie that like romanticizes you know wealth which it, it, let's be real wealth is something that we all want it's I, I don't care who you are I think everyone wants more money than they have and not even necessarily for power but these people look at wealth from a completely different perspective and it's all what you can do with your money it's not to have a more comfortable life because they they think that our lives are crazy because like we're wondering where the next paycheck's coming from and whatever you know they're like what what the fuck is that like you you worry about getting a surgery or you worry about you know your health or whatever um yeah it's all
1: news to them when they fucking hear about it what what
2: what are you complaining
1: about? we gave you fucking twelve hundred dollars last month
2: right <laughs> you i know, yeah. should cover
1: oh
0: that's a lot of money to be right? able to live off that in a whole whole
2: entire month they simply but do not understand that. that that you know how 99 percent of people live they really don't like they they will act like they do but they can't possibly fathom uh waking up and going to a job that you don't enjoy doing to barely be able to feed your kids or barely be able to pay your bills you know what i mean they get jobs for connections they get their, they start family law firms, and their kids work at those firms, and then they take those law firms over, or banks, or so on. So it's a fascinating culture. So I'm hoping that this episode, not the one that I'm recording tonight, but I'm I'm reading a lot about these uh, WASP people in the in the Pilgrim Society, and I'm hoping that that will get some people. I might do like a couple episode series on them, and hopefully that'll get. Yeah, it's fascinating, dude. And uh, and yeah, so we'll talk about it. But dude, I told you I had like 30 minutes, man. I got to get rolling, and no, that's uh, I. Yeah, Thanks dude, for- my bad. I thought I thought we were recording on Friday as usual, but then I remember that we were doing this Thursday. So, yeah, you know, Sucks, being solstice old, Eve.
1: old Saturnalia Eve. <laughs> well,
2: let me ask you guys real quick. Do you do? Uh, I'll start with uh, with you, Ghost. Do you have any uh, interesting Christmas plans? Are you doing anything fun? Um, Actually, it's funny. Funny you say that this is
0: this is the first year my wife and I are empty nesters uh, for Christmas. So, but, uh, the kids are coming over, uh, for Christmas dinner. I'm going to, you know, cook a ham, whatever. She's going to make her, her famous macaroni and cheese that everybody devours. And, uh, you know, just hang out with the kids, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. Cause normally we, we would go to family functions, but I was telling, uh, Randy earlier that, uh my father-in-law uh, he had gone into uh, the hospital a few weeks ago and I now mean, he, he's better now but he had the quote-unquote quote, COVID pneumonia even though he has COPD and, and everything else you know he got the, he got the flu pneumonia we wear a
1: mask uh, yeah wear so, a mask but, and get pneumonia he,
0: is what you get that's right that's but, it. so he's and he's upper 70s that's rough. so he's scared shitless and he doesn't want to go anywhere and this and that. So they're not coming over. We're not getting with other family members. It, just a weird kind of time that we're living in. But you know what? We're going to make the best of it. And the kids are going to come over. We're going to eat. The dogs are going to be
2: here. And we're, we're going to have a good time. Uh, how about oh, you? Yeah, like, yeah dude. All you, all you need is the kids, the dogs, and the wife, dude. That's exactly. fucking awesome. Exactly. Um, yeah. What about you, Randy? You got any fun plans? I just wanted to hear your plans before oh, I dude, get off just- here.
1: Yeah, dude, just just traveling, uh, go up and see mom and and have the the holiday dinner, you know, and and get stared at like I'm crazy by the family, you know, and all that other fun, <laughs> awesome stuff. But I wouldn't trade it for the world at this point, you know. It, it was definitely something when, uh, you know, I told her I said, "Hey, my pod's out now, you know, go check it out." Blah blah blah. She was like are you serious? I'm like, I've been telling you I'm doing this for like a couple of months now. Like, yeah, you know, she's like, Oh, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I was like, Oh, thanks mom. So, so we got that, that much to talk about at least over Christmas. What do you eat? What do you,
0: what's your plans?
1: Oh dude, we usually do like kind of the whole Midwest spread. Um, usually Turkey over ham, unless the ham comes with the Turkey. You know what I mean? How you go, you buy a Turkey and they're like, here, have this free ham, you know, (laughs) they eat up. (laughs) so yeah we'll probably do that um definitely gotta rock the turkey but like a like a corn sweet corn chowder sometimes Um, it's like a casserole chowder it's a different midwestern type of thing i never had it before i moved out here um so that's really good she makes a killer green bean casserole and i don't usually like those too much so but yeah man just uh just hanging out doing a whole lot of nothing watching you know my kids stare at a screen you know but at least he's not inside of an oculus right now so i'll give him that (laughs) I told my mom, I said, don't you get him one of those, <laughs> you know, I said, don't get him one of those. You think he's bad enough with a phone in his hand? dude? like, he mm-hmm. will not come out of that thing. And it'll be like, you know, and that's what they're counting on. I think with a lot of these, you know, a lot of the youth, that's, that's it. They're like, let's as soon as one of these kids gets these things on, dude, they're hooked. Oh, you know, it's totally. such sensory overload. I mean, it's a lot for, for even me. <laughs> I did a, one of those roller coaster things when they first came out you know and that was you know nauseating to say the least so i'm sure they've improved since then
2: yeah dude those things are addicting it seems but so ryan what are you doing well yeah i mean honestly dude i'm not doing a whole lot i gotta work tomorrow on christmas eve which isn't horrible it's not yeah i do too Uh... it'll be an easy (laughs) yeah and then got a christmas off And then, uh, yeah, man, we don't do a whole lot. We used to do before my uh, uncle and my aunt passed away. Uh, They didn't die of COVID. They died of other health complications, uh, you know, right when this whole thing started. But uh, so they were the ones that had this really cool Christmas party, Christmas Eve party every year. The whole family would go. People that lived in Phoenix would come down and all this stuff. But we just did that this past Saturday. um, Just. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly why they did it on the 18th, but it was a blast Uh, just at a different house, a different aunt and uncle that threw that together. And it was real fun, man. We always just get together. We drink copious amounts of alcohol and just have fun. I actually got in a uh, pretty heated debate. I was very calm. Honestly, I even asked family members uh, how I was and they were like, yeah, you were fine. But I got in a debate with my cousin who's five years older than me. She's an intensive care ICU nurse, got a master's degree, very smart individual. And we got in the uh, debate about the vaccines and she started crying. And so I absolutely won that argument. And I will hold that belt (laughs) high above my head. And I tell everyone that I have talked with since then that I made a professional nurse cry because she couldn't stand up for her argument. And nice. uh, I was hold that you know, belt up like Rock used to in the People's <laughs> Champ. Uh. Yeah, dude, but well, we left we left civilized, man. You know, I love her to death, and I think that she's doing something that she truly believes in. I don't think she's part of the system. She's just seen some shit being an ICU nurse, and she's a really, really sweet lady. And uh, so, you know, I hope that that uh, she can just uh, refine her argument if she wants to have it with anyone that even has like a, a shred of intelligence. But yeah, man, just gonna mm-hmm. hang out with family. That's it.
0: What do you got? What, what do you guys throw down for? For food because I know on Thanksgiving you do tacos, which I'm kind of jealous of.
2: Yeah, it was a phenomenal little taco feast. We do have the turkey. We have some of the traditional sides. We do like like continental and then Mexican because we all like Mexican food. But my grandma, ironically, who is the most Mexican out of the entire family, likes the continental food. So oh, really? <laughs> that's the <laughs> nice. only reason we have it is for my full blood Mexican grandma. Oh, nice. um, so it's, it's <laughs> kind of funny. We live in the upside down world, dude. All the white people like the fucking <laughs> mexican food oh, I, and, yeah oh, that's and mexican a the mexican like white food <laughs> um but yeah no we uh i think that we'll probably go over there again and maybe just have like i don't know what they're gonna do probably ham i'm sure or like you know i'm cooking uh my mom got me like a massive slab of some kind of like i don't know if it's prime rib or what but it's i have oh, to cut whoa. it in four pieces to fit it into a a crock pot so like it's i i have or five pieces so i have one fifth of it in the crock pot right now i've got five more prime rib slabs that i can eat throughout the year so oh, god <laughs> right you're on. a lucky man one of the best gifts i've ever gotten uh, dude dude I, well killer. i sent you that picture
0: the other night of, of my uh my, my southern smothered pork chops with those uh, look good dude uh, like i said my gravy game's on, on point <laughs> like everybody oh, loves the gravy, I, and. I can't, I can't make a gravy out of, out of a packet anymore. You know what I mean? You got to make your roux. You got to get it going. Oh, yeah. yeah. What have you. And, but yeah. So, my ham, I usually inject it with a little bit of apple juice and then I'll, I'll pour a little bit of apple juice in the bottom of the pan. And then I'll like this year, I actually might smoke it because the family that is coming over, the kids and what have you, do like smoked food. Um, most of my wife's family can't stand the taste of it which boggles my mind i'm like come on now that that's good stuff so uh yeah i might i might throw in the smoker and just let it smoke away and you know have some good food but yeah we can oh, wrap yeah. it up there tonight um the little shorter of talk at the tavern but uh you know it was good so plug plug your guys' stuff again and we'll we'll get out of here and go celebrate Kronos day you know, here in the next day or two.
2: (laughs) Oh, I feel bad. I hope you're not getting off early because of me, man. I just got other shit to freaking record. No, no. no.
0: This week was kind of like a last, uh, kind of last minute, because I was debating whether or not to actually do one this week. And then we were kind of discussing it last week with, oh, let's do it Thursday. But then, you know, most people are used to Fridays, you know, so it not because of you just, you know, I'm going to go spend some time with the wife
2: and you know just kind of chill for the rest of the night i guess
1: good deal Uh, dude
2: well yeah uh yeah you can find me a dangerous world podcast man uh like i said patreon i'm on there i'm on all the places that you find podcasts and uh, i really appreciate you uh throwing these together dude these are always really fun so um i'll be on every freaking time i can i i probably am gonna make myself stay up late tonight just to talk for a little bit but it's always nice to see you guys dude so yes, i won't absolutely. miss any of these right i won't Thank miss God. any of these right on, ones i absolutely cannot join so uh ghost have a merry christmas randy yes. have a merry christmas all right buddy assume i'll be talking to you guys very soon yes same yeah, with you. merry no christmas <laughs> all right take care guys <laughs>
0: all right later later Want to plug all anything? right
1: ghost hey i appreciate you uh yeah thanks for having me here at your at your abode your tavern it might here your, your tabernacle <laughs> <might have> been. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so you can find me on instagram at random fracts uh you can also find me on spotify currently uh red thread podcast that's the name i nice. appreciate you having me on ghost you Some have a great uh, rest of your out. day yes and yeah i just i'll have a, a new episode going up tomorrow this will be the third one um where I'm, I'm starting to get into a little bit more uh directionality as far as my you know subject matter goes We would dive into a little bit of tartaria i talked to golden gate star Fort command so looking forward to that i'm getting that out to to the people uh, good good spread some of this spread some of this wealth of information and Maybe, maybe we can all figure it out you know what i mean that's yeah. that's the goal right that's like, what it's
2: all figure about this crap
0: out because they're, they're not going to tell us we know no, that no, I, <laughs> I started the talk at the tavern and uh every week uh since we, we we've started I, I sit here and I, i'm learning new shit right along with, with awesome. most most people it's... that usually are in here but uh yeah like you know
1: you're... yeah it's it's so cool the just the way that we all have a piece you know yeah. what I mean? We've all got a piece, and unless we work together, and it's you know, it sounds New Age is all hell, dude. To be like, yeah, let's just you know, great. unity Fuck and em. peace and love and all this. Well, yeah, but they fucking took away our ability to hold that in high regard with the whole fake free love act of the of the '60s, you know, or mm-hmm. you know, free love movement. You know, yeah. they hijacked that. They hijack everything. Absolutely everything. I talk about that in my pod a bit, but um. Anyway, I'll let you go, Ghost. Merry Christmas! Uh, happy uh, Promise yeah <laughs> you know yeah i will bet a <laughs> loss at some point yeah you know, just like repeat back whatever people say to you you know it is what exactly. it's happy corporate fucking buying holiday you know like i would used that one happy corporate eating holiday you know what i mean yeah. like happy <laughs> happy insert word here you know like but yeah merry christmas and everything just out of the spirit
0: of of the term you know i'll give it out <laughs> nice. i'll throw it
1: out there <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right guys thanks right for on, uh dude. listening to a, another episode of talk at the tavern sorry it was a little shorter this week but uh hey we gotta go uh, fight chronos and get those yeah. kids out of the stuff